Hello, this is PJ Ewing, the host of the Bees Knees podcast. We have a story with Diane Smith from Oklahoma. Today, she was at week 12 after total knee replacement and was doing very poorly. They wanted to do a manipulation under anesthesia, and she avoided it. Let's hear how. Well, my name is Diane Smith. Um, I actually live in Oklahoma now, but I'm a past Michigan native for so many years. Um, so I have a lot of friends and family still in Michigan, which is how I heard about X10, which um, was really good. I think my perspective is, is that I had a previous knee surgery that went actually very, very well. So I am coming from the perspective of it went really good on one knee and everything that could possibly go wrong sure felt like it did on the second one, um, which was so frustrating. Um, I got blood clots immediately after surgery on this one, multiple. There were at least three and it was excruciatingly painful. And of course your knee swells up, your whole leg swells up, your calf swells up. My PT um, person that I actually picked because I had him for my first knee that I had done so well and I really wanted the same success, you know, the second time through. Um, he caught the blood clots the day after surgery. And I was back in the hospital at the ER. And that was just kind of the crazy wild card back that I never would have assumed would have happened. And it was all encompassing. So you kind of lose a lot of that really first time beginning Heart. You know, those first three weeks are so important to try to keep moving. And they were afraid um, for the blood clots to go anywhere. So we really backed off on therapy. We didn't back off completely. But um, it was what he was asking me to do actually made it worse. <laughs> You're like, just do a lot of heel slides. Keep doing heel slides. You know, you got to do more heel slides. You're not doing enough heel slides. <laughs> I'm just, I felt like I was failing everywhere. I couldn't even bend my knee to my knees. And it was terrifying to go to PT after a while, three times a week. I had to be on Oxy to be able to handle it. And I don't like um, having to do that. And it didn't matter how hard he pushed or how hard I tried. It just wasn't going past my knee. And as the weeks went by, it just became hopeless. And I'm usually a really nice, very, you know, glass is half full kind of person. And um, and I got a glass, <laughs> the other one. And I was like excited, I have a glass. But this was the most hopeless, disturbing part of just trying to do everything every day. And I was doing everything they asked. But I never felt like I was doing good enough because I was making zero progress. And then they started talking about this crazy brace, which I just did some research on that. And um, it was like six hours, different hours during the day. You wear it for an hour. They crank it in place until it really hurts. And you hold it for an hour. And then you go about your day and then you do it six more times. And I'm just like, that's. I don't think that's the problem. And this sounds like a really horrible torture device and I'm going to hard pass. And my PT was so cute. He was like, what do you mean by hard pass? Well, that would be a big no. 
no, we're not doing that. And then they started let me, talking. Let me about- let me define my terms, dear physical therapist. No, the answer is no. <laughs> okay. What with Diane? Oh, is that was that? Do you know the name? Was it a flexionator? Does that ring a bell? I think it was Dynaplint. Dynasplint. The Dynasplint. Dyna. Yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. Just so we know what we're talking about. And I had done research on it, and I'm I'm always going to do research on something that somebody wants me to do because I like to be prepared for worse consequences, which boy, I sure wasn't prepared for all of the blood clots. But um, I just kept thinking that doing something like that is actually going to make my legs swell even more and be more stiff and more painful. And why would I do that? And what were the, the benefits? You don't get very many degrees of flexion from doing that for a month, by the way. So I'm, or, I'm just like, no, hard pass. So then they started talking about manipulation under anesthesia and the big problem with that is, well, blood clots. And I already already collected enough, don't need to collect anymore. So I was just, no, I, I really don't want to do that. I feel that that's very counterproductive for what we're doing. And then you have to start back over again. And I just kept thinking this is like going to end. So I started- It's, it's, it's sort of rock and hard place. Yeah. You, you really are in that spot. And, I, and you know, while I'm doing this, I have friends at church that have had knee surgeries and theirs were going equally as bad. And which was really sad because I was just, I did so well the first time. Um, so I was talking to some of my friends in Michigan and one of them had a brother that actually used your X-10. So, so I so I love this. This is talking to someone in Michigan whose brother. <laughs> we are separations, right? Degrees of separation. Here. I didn't care how many degrees of separation there were at that point. It, it was just like, okay. So I started, you know, going through what you had online, and it still took me like four or five days before I called you. Um, and I wish I had those four or five days back. Um, because that was four or five more days that I really didn't need to be doing things the way I was doing. And at this point, I was in tears every time I went to therapy. And my therapist was great. Okay, I can't say he's not. He has been on board 100% with what I'm doing now. He was skeptical um, when I said, after I had talked to you and I called you, um, Everything just changed. It's like a kaleidoscope. And you just kind of twist it and all the little pieces fall into a different pattern and they made sense to me. So for me, I appreciated the fact that you did not hard sell this product to me. Not once. And I still remember your response to me was, I don't know or care if you're going to even get or use an X10 therapy machine. What I want you to know is that there are two things that you need to do right. And you need to stop the insanity of what you're doing and stop the pushing until you're crying and stop the meds because you have to take them to go to PT. Just stop and just say enough is enough. And I want you to, you know, use your strap or, or you know, do it, you know, push your foot back slightly under a chair for a slight pressure for, you know, 15 seconds, 10 to 15 seconds, and then just let it go because you're creating all of the issues inside of your knee um, that are causing it to swell. And it was just like, 
you know, this sounds smarter. This sounds, what can I lose by trying it? You know, it just, at that point with this like manipulation, of, you know, hanging over your head and feeling like you've failed miserably as a patient and as a human being trying to figure life out. And um, it just, why not try and use the bike, but you know, okay, if you can't get it all the way around, just hold it there till it's tight and then just go the other way. We're not going to work on making, you know, <laughs> the marathon. <laughs> we're just, we're, we're just going to do it step by step. And within the first week of doing that, my leg finally started feeling that. And telling my PT that um, this is what I'm doing while I'm waiting for my machine. And I really do want it still, but to get it here might be a bit of a wait. And until then, we're not doing it this way. We're going to do it this way. I need to change. And within the first week, I gained four degrees with him, without the pain, without the pills. And he was kind of like, oh, okay, well, we're working hard. <laughs> You're working hard. You're doing everything at home. But I changed two things. And that made everything. I'm only going to him less than three hours a week. And the rest of the time it's here at my house. And I actually felt like I was finally progressing. The second week, of waiting for the machine, I gave nine degrees of flexion. I was just blown away. And that's when my PT actually said, wow, this is actually working. And I'm like, it's the elephant in the room. My blood clots are the elephant in the room. And everybody has been ignoring those at the cost of the flexion of my knee. So... The machine came and I got to tell you, I am just in love with it. And my PT is blown away by it. And my doctor, my surgeon, I actually had an appointment with them and they are actually looking at all of your stuff too. Um, PT's been looking at all of your stuff. And um, it is another tool. And I think it's a really good tool. Instead of having this brace and manipulation and screaming at PT and doing crazy things, by the way, it just it makes no sense to do all of that now when you can do this. So um, started on the machine. Um, uh, let me jump. I'm going to jump in right there rudely, rudely. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say what week. Give us a time frame a little bit. We spoke. It took a couple of weeks in your case to get a machine. How far post-surgery were you? Give us a little sense of that. Um, post-surgery, my surgery date was January the 25th of this year. So um, I was like at eight, eight nine weeks. Um, I've had the machine, you know, just for a couple. Well, I'll be done with it maybe on Sunday, Monday. Um, but it was like eight, nine, 10 weeks or we, eight weeks, I think when we talked where they were just like, no, we're going to have to go back and do the surgery and we're going to have to do all this stuff. And then you're going to have to start over and oh, you're giving me zero time 
And I that still- is late in the game. That is late in the game. I mean, I hear eight weeks and I, I have a little bit of, as they'd say out here, agita. I get a little bit uh, queasy because a lot of time has gone by for scar tissue to do its job. And you were able to work your way out of this at a late hour in the game. And it's really remarkable. And the, the thing is, you, you adopted the protocol that we uh, adhere to, that we believe in, frequency, not force, we like to say. Before the X-10, you made important gains before the X-10, which is thrilling. And then the X-10 came into the, into the picture. Um, do you have any, also, one more thing. Can you tell us a sense of the, the degrees where you were when you adopted this new protocol and then what happened after the X-10? What's that story? I started at 92, I think. And that two degrees, by the way, two to five degrees in there, was the them pushing my leg to the max and me almost like crying to get to that number. Um, so don't know if that should actually count. Does that I'm like, if, if, if you're putting me on the rack and torturing me, does it count as like a, you know, a game? So um, that was where I started at. When I got the machine, I actually was at 108. Um, where I could kind of get to 108. If they pushed really hard, it would be, oh, you're right at 110. Because then he was like, oh, good. Once we get to 110, we don't have to worry about manipulation under anesthesia. So if you want to count that, that's great. After you just about killed me to do that, it takes two people, one to measure and one to push your leg really hard. So um, yeah, fine. I was at 110. Um, when Coach Kim... And you get a therapist, which I was really, really happy about with that, that there was somebody that's walking this with you. You're not just, here's your machine, have fun. Don't be stupid. (laughs) Read the manual, which nobody does but me, I guess. And, you know, (laughs) I just, but she was so informative and so great. And they set up everything and made sure everything was, you know, where it was supposed to be. Um, we started with starting points of five degrees for um, extension and then 105 for flexion. So that was down from each one of those. Um, keeping my legs straight has never been an issue. I know that's an issue with some people and this machine will work for that. I'm positive, but I could just flip that to zero because I'm, I actually hyperextend the other way before the surgery. So yeah, I was kind of backwards, girl. Um, but at zero, I'm fine that way. So we're working more just on that flexion. And I will tell you, starting about 108 was my first day, was how I got to 108. And it didn't hurt. And I, I mean, I was just like, it was tight to get to 108. But I was just like, but I did this myself at home without wanting to cry. (laughs) This is good. So um, today, um, I mean, over this last week, it's been really good. I've been super, super careful that just because the machine tells you you can go up does not mean you should. And this is very person-driven. This is patient-driven. You 
you know what your body feels like. And I will tell you that my top of my thigh was like a rock. You could not indent with your finger on it. It was a rock. So forcing it to bend, um, the majority of my pain was where the blood clots were in the back of my leg and that thigh. It wasn't my knee. It was everything else. And and my thought was, if we can get the swelling down and get the muscles to, you know, gently extend, and that that would be more useful for me. Um, by the end of the first week, um, I had gotten the machine on Tuesday, and by Monday of the next week, coach him when she called, um, I got to tell her my big surprise was, wow, I am doing so well on this machine. I'm up to 120. You know, and but the crazy part of it is, is that yes, 120 was on the painful side, um, like a level three, which I can handle. It was just a, a tough stretch. I will not go over that if, you know, if I feel I shouldn't yet. So um, I liked that part of it. I said, but my big surprise was out of my car. And I didn't have to think about every step I did to get out of my car. I just got out of my car and I stood there and I'm just like, what did I do? <laughs> that didn't hurt. What the heck? I mean, so I had gotten enough, enough of my degree back and enough of my, my leg doesn't hurt all the time on my thigh and on the back of my leg, and I'm not as swollen. So I just got out of my car. <laughs> that was crazy. And I think that if you are in the middle of doing this and you're having issues, that statement alone should make you really happy because I don't care so much about how many degrees I have. I care that I can move and I can do it without thinking. About every simple first, I've got to do this. My toe back. Yeah. So um, that was exciting. That was totally exciting. Um, it's, this, is a, this is such a good story because you were able to do this frequency but not force X10 protocol without the X10. You brought in the big guns and then you made the progress that you needed to make and you got to functionality, it's not about three guys pushing you and getting you to an angle and saying, yay, I avoided an MUA, because it's not functional. It's not going to be a happy Diane going forward in her life until she can do the stuff that we all need to do. And it's also, you know, you're a young woman setting expectations. You've got a long, long way to go. And you can't say, well, it was, I, I really had a lousy second knee replacement. I never really got what I, I'm hobbling around. For the next 40 years? I mean, no. Uh, and I also want to point out that you are uh, representative. You're standing up for so many women <laughs> that call us that are having the exact same problem. They may be four weeks post-surgery. They may be 14. They may be, I get also calls from people that are six months to five years post-surgery. Um, but you, you're giving everybody hope with or without this marvelous program and machine and coach Kim and all that, you can do it. But the biggest thing I think that you did was a, you did research. And secondly, though, you, you augmented 
you were able to, you were willing to shift your protocol, shift the program, even without another coach and a machine in your home. You were like, you know what? This is a little crazy. I did succeed with my first knee, but you know what? This knee is very different. It's behaving differently. The blood clots got in the way. This is a different world. I've got to approach it a little differently. And that's, that's to your credit, being open-minded to do that. Well, I was really hoping that PT would be able to do that also and the doctors, but I, I don't think they were. They gave me zero help with that. It was like, don't want to touch your leg. Anything that could get anything out of my leg, like extra moisture, you can't massage it. You can't, you can't do it. You're, you've got to keep your leg up in the air. And I will tell you that I know some people have blood clots they never know about. And mine were shrinking the whole time. And they still hurt. Um, my leg still hurts where they were. So um, I am. I went to my appointment for my surgeon's office and I went to my blood clot you know, doctor too, same day. And um, really good results from both of them with, you know, you're doing really well and we want you to keep using this machine. And I'm like, yeah, obviously this is working really well. Your numbers are looking great. Your leg feels so much better. I can actually, my leg, my my thigh does not hurt anymore. It is, it is gaining strength. I'm still doing PT two times a week. Um, to gain strength. And we have really discussed what we will not do. And I think that that's really hard because you expect to go in and get great advice from every PT person or every doctor that you go to. And once again, sometimes it just doesn't work for you. And you're going to have to just say, okay, I'm done. You know, stick up. The fork in me, I'm done. <laughs> We're done grilling. We're just, we just need to do something different. Well, you advocated for yourself. You found another solution. Um, I think, you know, to go to a slightly medical point along the way, you described that, you know, there was tightness in the thigh, the quadriceps muscles. Those need to stretch when you bend backward. And sometimes that is the problem. They get rock hard, like you described. They, they're, they're, they're shorter and they're really happy being shorter and they need to lengthen so you can bend back. That is not uncommon. That is a one of the things. Usually, I mean, we all know, right? There's a titanium cooled thing going on inside your body now and that joint. That'll go anywhere. Yeah. It's the rest of the, they call the knee capsule, the, the rest of the area around the muscles and ligaments the tendons that all have to agree with the, the, the titanium because that's where the problems are. And if you have flexion challenges before surgery, um, that's predictive. Um, if you are a woman in her 50s, under 65, I hear from a lot of women every day who are having a challenging recovery for various physiological reasons. But that is a, that is a common issue. I, I hear that all day long. I usually get six weeks post-surgery. I'm a female. I'm in my fifties and I can't bend my knee and I'm really frustrated. And I have a lot of swelling. This is, I hear those, that, that, those phrases, you know, 15 times a day, let's call it. And there are ways to get through it, but it oftentimes means a shift from three times a week at the, at the clinic. And there's nothing wrong with the clinicians. 
most of them. They're, they're wonderful people. They're, they're smart, they're educated, but they don't have, I think, what you actually need, which is this frequent work, reasonable amount of time, to the edge of discomfort, not really crossing the line, at least very often, and working that edge and looking for those gains that you were celebrating, really, a degree a day, that's a victory. We'll take that. And the other thing I want to mention is that the horizon, when you're at 108, I don't want to hear about 115 or even 112. I want to hear about 109. Our horizon is a one degree horizon each time. That's it. So you, your victories, you know, you said you, you got to 108 that first day. I mean, your victories came in bits and bits and bobs as you went and you call them, call them wins and you keep moving. Yes. And that is what exactly happened. Um, every day. I'm so sorry. Every day. Okay. One degree. That's it. Um, one degree every day. If I can't get the one degree, that's okay. It's you try. And I think the repetitiveness of this and not guarding. I mean, like, I'm sorry. When you're pushing my leg to the max, uh, for for an hour, I am going to be tightening up every muscle in my entire body to try to fight against it. And it just, it doesn't work. And this way, I know I'm doing the correct motion. I can't not do the correct motion. So I'm not going to hurt myself purposefully. And I think patience is really key on this one and really thinking about how your body is processing the movement and just not guarding it all the time and trying to tighten, just loosen it up. And it's exactly like what you said and what coach Kim said was, you know, just hang out and just let it just be quiet and do that enough times in one day. And it actually makes such a huge difference. You can't make all of the success go with two or three visits to a PT a week. That's it. And most insurances I found out now don't cover like mine did for that anyway. So um, I was horrified. Somebody at my church said they got five PT visits after her knee surgery. That was it for the whole year. No more PT visits for the year. I'm like, what? What insurance do you have? Wow. But this, um, I actually figured I'm in Oklahoma. No, my insurance is not. And did I even ask them to? No, I'm not even going to go through there because they're not going to cover it. But this is less than a silly two-day vacation. And it's changing my life for 30 or 40 years. I'm going to be 64 this year. And I have grandchildren that I want to play on the floor with. I want to go to the zoo with. And I want to do things with. I love to garden. I am mobile and I cannot afford to not do whatever I need to do to get there for the next 30. So that's beautiful. But I, I, I want everyone listening again. I'm going to go back to the beginning of our conversation. We are not here to convince you to use the X10. Yes. It's marvelous. It's affordable for some. Sometimes the distance is really far and it gets expensive, at least at this point. We're not everywhere in the country yet. It's not covered by a lot of insurances. We've got some bumps in the way. And if you're like, well, there's no way I can afford to spend money on an X10 machine, you still heard answers 
in this conversation. You heard, I made progress by slowing it down, backing off, being smarter, adding frequency, taking away the pain, a lot of the pain, um, working smarter, not harder. Three times a week wasn't enough. Three times a day is the protocol that we're talking about. Multiple times a day. Some people do four. Some people wake up at three in the morning. I mean, it lives in your home with you and you use it and you find a way to navigate through what's the best X10 answer for you in your home. But there are answers in this conversation that will help thousands of people solve this, whether you get on our fancy X10 machine or whether you do this on your own. And I think that's that for me, every day I have these conversations and I feel really good about myself because I'm not here trying to, okay, what's your credit card number? Let's do this thing. I, that's not at all. I want you to get well with or without this, this thing that we do. Yes. And that was, that was perfect for me because it wasn't like I was being like stocked at furniture store <laughs> or the car, lot, right. trying to buy a car and, you know, just like come in and just, get, but, um, Doing what you said first really did set me up well to be able to handle the machine and then to seeing progress, just that little bit of progress was just, oh, I got hope back. And that was more, that's worth more to me than anything else. I dislike feeling hopeless. It is a terrible feeling. And um, just trying something new, try something different. Just because it's always been done that way for years does not mean we should continue to do it that way. (laughs) And I I realized that PT works really, really well after surgery for some people. But what you had said earlier, I was running out of. Yeah. And, you know, if you have a regular surgery without a whole knee reconstruction, you can gain some of that motion back over the years. But if you have. If you have a total new replacement, you have timeline. And um, I don't know how long out that grace period actually could happen, but I felt like this was my time to be able to not run out of and then have nothing else to do. Um, I will say that my blood clots are gone. I've had the stuff, I had all of the imagery done. It still hurts. And it very possibly will hurt for the next month or two because there were so many of them. It was so unusual and it's just bad luck. It's nobody's fault. It's just what happens. And um, I can accept that. And my leg is not as painful as it was though. Going through with this and doing the machine and getting the range of motion back, the fluid is starting to go out of my leg. Um, my leg is doing so much better. I go to PT. I went to the doctor's offices and they were like, your range of motion is absolutely awesome. And we just saw you, you know, two weeks ago, check on these blood clots. What have you been doing? And at least I can tell them, well, you know, the last two weeks I've been doing this. And we said, people you might want to talk about. Um, so great. So great. We have somebody that's experiencing issues. You know, just give them a different idea, especially with the circumstances that I had. So, yeah, you know, we backed into this. We backed into this protocol. It wasn't. We didn't set out to be the fixers across the country. We didn't set off to be 
solving, avoiding manipulation under anesthesia, which is what you did, or recover, recovery afterward. We do a lot of after MUA with stuff. That was not the, the objective 15 years ago when we started up on this thing. It was, we're just going to do a better way of recovering, just normal. Get a lot, big insurance coverage, and then you just use an X10, and it, it's, it jumps into the mix. Now we're finding that, particularly in women, I want to say, uh, you know, under 65, let's say, but certainly in the fifties, more than, more than often than not, you know, it's not, you know, one in 10, it may be two in 10, it may be three in 10 that are really not doing as expected. They're really frustrated and it's more and more common to have these knee replacements earlier. So this population of I'm not doing well and I'm mad at the world is growing and we're going to help a lot of them. I can't believe you look like you're 40, by the way. Is, is it some, just some magical filter on this screen? Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> I actually have 13 grandchildren and one great grandchildren. Oh, my God. Yes. And I like getting on the floor and playing with them. And I like doing stuff. But, uh, yeah. Amazing. I came from an old farm family. So a uh, big, huge farm family. So we just do it. Um, but yeah, today. God bless you. On my X10 today, this morning, um, I'm at 129. You can't do much better than that. I am excited about that. And I still have days left. And I can get to 123 without even thinking about it now, which is really happy. And then if if my knee is a little bit tired in the morning or I've been doing something that, you know, might take me a couple of times to get up there, but... I'm spending the majority of my time on the last three to four degrees. And I am really excited about how I can live now. Yeah. And that's it. It's a great story. It's a great story. And you know, it's funny. I find these are always so funny, these conversations, because we're talking about a machine. Yes. It's so, and, and we, we, I mean, I know people that have named their X10s and they've dressed, dressed it up for Christmas, <laughs> you know? but it becomes kind of part of your life. It's weird. I mean, I know it's Coach Kim and I know it's people and uh, Connor delivered and, you know, we, we're all here with you as a team to help you and your physical therapist that you have locally. I mean, we all work for you. We're all trying to help you, but it's funny that we're, we talk about this device so much because who would ever imagine you wouldn't a month ago singing praise over a rehab tool, right? I mean, and it's, it is craziness, but I was, I had nightmares over when they were doing like the manipulation under anesthesia. And I honestly, oh my gosh, you know, I understand there might be a a place for that. Um, But it wasn't for me. And at least not then. And it's like, I don't think we've exhausted all of our possibilities yet. And once again, I am high on that chart of just because we've always done it the same way throughout the end of time, not mean that that is how we have to continue to that. I love that you guys came up with a solution for a problem. I love the fact that this machine, you can't mess up on. Um, I felt like heel slides were completely completely wasted my because I could never get it farther. It hurt all the time. And it just was like, this is the saddest thing ever. But when I did the whole little slow down program finally, and just hold it and then just relax, let's not, let's not go to the point of my goal is to see how much pain I can go through. 
in one session. So, and yes, it's tight and it it's that edge. You just have to get to the edge of where it's just going to work. And then you just let go and breathe. Breathe. And Did you watch like, anything? Did you watch any TV or anything while you were doing this? What was your... Um, actually, no. I was doing puzzles. I, I love, love word puzzles. So okay. um, I okay. don't want to watch TV, but I did. I did my little daily word puzzles, and, <laughs> nice. Nice. and I, I mean, every time after I would go, my my leg would go back in flexion. If the air was up, if it didn't hurt, if the pressure was right, then I would go up that one click. And I liked the fact that I could just that button go up the click or touch it and go down. Okay, that didn't work out. That really hurt. So go down one. I mean, you have so much more control than somebody just pushing your leg to the max and or thinking you're doing it wrong. So um, I'd be doing it wrong. It's not working. I'd mm. <laughs> be doing it wrong. Thankfully, my PT that I had from my last surgery, um, very, very good clinician. He really is. And I really appreciate 100% his attitude on doing this. And I really appreciate when I wanted to put the brakes on and say, I want to try something different. What can it hurt? This says a lot of really good things about your physical therapist, truly, because some are threatened. They, you know, they want to solve the problem themselves. Uh, they've been doing this successfully. Let's just be honest. So many people go to the clinic and they're successful. Yeah. It's it's going to be those other cases that whatever percentage that are it's it's not the the, the same pr protocol is not going to solve this. And I can see them a mile away uh, on the phone. And when someone <laughs> someone goes on the online like you did, they go to a website. Their doctor's never heard of us. The PT's never heard of us. They're looking at, for God's sake, YouTube, who knows what to believe on YouTube. And you end up on the phone with one of our people or me. I already know you have waited through days of thinking, suspicion. Is this real? Is this some sort of internet scam? I, mean, I know because, because nobody in your world said, Oh my, well, in, in your case, they did. But in most cases, imagine they don't have a friend in Michigan who, who knows somebody, blah, blah, blah. They're just desperate. Really? And they're like, I don't know anybody, I, but I'm going to jump off the cliff. I'm going to call this company and see what they have to say. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that I speak with all the time. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to talk them off the ledge and say, first of all, and you said this earlier, hope. Yeah. Look at whether you're on our thing or not. Hold, take a breath. There is hope. We can, you can solve this. One way or the other, you will get through this problem. And yes, we could be a, a big part of that, or we could be a zero part of it. But there is a way to do this. And you described it so beautifully earlier when you didn't have an X10, but you were starting to adopt the X10 protocol. And, uh, and I think that's really important for everyone to hear. It worked really well. It worked yeah. Um, I feel bad for the people at my church that are doing so poorly after their knee reconstructions and you can see, you know, one of them still limping, another one still using a walker and can barely get in and out. And it's been months. And I feel horrible for that. Um, and I know that they feel hopeless also. So um, I appreciate the fact that somebody was wise enough to come up with this. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, there are a lot of people sitting around tables trying to invent something. And, okay, it's not a pillow and it's not a blanket and it's not like a snuggie. This is something that actually changes people's lives. Those other things don't actually change their lives. And I think that even if I had just gotten to 120, I would have been so absolutely excited because I got in and out of my car without thinking. I can get up and down off the floor. Um, getting extra, it's bonus. And I am grateful that you guys sat around and somebody came up with this and that they have people working for this company that actually believe in their product and believe in change and believe in hope and um, that are willing to help without recompense. You know, you helped me before you even knew if you could get a machine to me. You helped me. And it was nice. And it was really successful. So, um, thank you. Well, that was beautiful, Grandma. Yeah. You, you did you did great. <laughs> You're back with the grandkids, and I I love the whole story. Um, I really appreciate you doing this for us. It's this will reach many thousands, many thousands, whether they're listening or they're watching a video on YouTube or they're at XNTherapy.com. This will help thousands of people. So we were able to help you, you helped yourself, and now you're about to pay it forward. And you should feel really good about that, not just today or tomorrow, but for many months and many years that you've just done something that was not about a company or a product. It was about helping the future women or men who are having a difficult recovery, for real, for real. It's an awesome, awesome company. I appreciate it.